Welcome to another edition of the Tom Green Podcast. It is once again the Garber Coaches Show. Week three in the MHSAA season. Time flies, doesn't it, Coach? Absolutely does, yeah. Week three already, and we're uh, it's going by fast. I told the kids it would, especially the seniors, and uh, they're, uh, they're being surprised every week by how fast it's gone. So Pretty soon it'll be playoff time. Hopefully we'll be continuing this show come playoff time with Coach Cole Cord. So before we, before we get to the uh, Freeland Breakdown and Alma preview, uh, so far this show has gotten 225 plays across three, um, three episodes. Once again, the best on the network so far. And, of course, a shout-out to a, a friend of ours. and he, he used to teach at Bay City Central as well as Coach Bowling, Probably a friend of Coach Coquillards as well. Charlie Davis passed away last week. He was a bowling coach of mine when I was in third, fourth grade. Really helped me get on the straight and narrow as far as the the elementary school problems I seem to have, as we, we talked about earlier. So shout out to the Davis family. Rest in peace, Mr. Charles Davis. As well as Athletes of the Month. I'm going to fe- feature that as well on this show for this month as well as October uh, for, for, so August Athletes of the Month and the swim team, Haley Dowd. Congratulations to Haley. Any thoughts on that? Oh, great young lady and uh, well-deserving. Definitely. And, of course, in uh, uh, Boys Athlete of the Month, our own Alex Van Sumeran. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, Alex has had a, had a really good start to the season and uh, had a couple of really nice games for us, and we're hoping that continues. Good for Alex, as well as the team of the month was our varsity volleyball team. One of our, one of our, one of our listeners has been involved in that for quite a few years. Heather Seagraves, as well. I'm not sure if she's involved in that now, but no, I don't think. I think Heather's a supporter of volleyball anywhere she goes, and uh, I think she coaches some uh, travel uh, volleyball, so it's still in her life. And but I know she supports the Garber Dukes and. Uh, um, they're having a great year. I mean, the girls are excited in the hallways when I see them and, and, and things like that. So, I mean, they're doing a great job. And uh, Kim Coakley, their head coach, is, is doing a phenomenal job. So, great job to Haley Dowd for swim, Alex Van Sumeren, and Varsity Volleyball for Athletes and Team of the Month. And as well as I'll give a shout-out to Mike Lepic as well. Thanks for um, taking the reins on this show and helping this uh, get further in the Garber community. So thanks, Mike, and I'll be sending you this show as soon as it's up. So week three, <clears throat> can't believe it's here already, Freeland last week. Now, and I'm not trying to dog the team when I say this, but usually when Freeland comes to town or we go to Freeland, it's a running clock. This time, we only lost by nine points, which as a fan, it's like, well, at least it looks as if Garber is better now. But as from the coach's side, what are our takeaways from that Freeland game? Well, obviously, we were we were not thrilled about the loss. Um, no, yeah, I would. And in yeah. previewing film and and you know looking at comparisons, we, we really felt like we could compete with them and uh, and win the football game. And I think uh, you know it was we got the eight zero lead and and then uh, we broke down a little bit uh, defensively um, and we went in basically. Uh, at halftime, even up there, I think it was 15-14 them. Yeah. And then the second half, they wore us down a little bit on the defensive line just with their running game. Uh, and they had the ball for, geez, a ton of time. I don't know what the distribution was exactly in minutes, 
Uh, but I know we had only seven possessions the whole game offensively. So we scored three out of the seven possessions, uh, which isn't terrible. And we were happy with that. But uh, they did, I mean, you got to give credit to, uh, to uh, Freeland. They, they wore us down. They do what they do. They do it well. And uh, we had a hard time stopping them on the defensive side. Yeah, and one, one thing I'll mention is uh, Benjamin Albright on Twitter, he's an NFL analyst for the Draft Network, had said that um, in the NFL, and I know it's high school football, but this will make sense in a second, in the NFL you have to take advantage of every single possession because they are limited. The defense limits possessions in the NFL. It felt that way Friday night that Freeland's, Freeland's offense and defense limited our possessions. Any thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely they did. I mean, just with their... Uh... The usage of the clock, the style of offense that they run, uh, that's one of the, uh, the, like a team that runs the tee, the wing mm -hmm. tee, that's one of their objectives is to hold the ball for as long as they can, uh, work long drives with their offense, and, they, and then they keep our offense off the field and they keep yep. our defense on the field, uh, which is exactly what happened. And uh, going into the game, our, our thought as coaches was whoever wins the line of scrimmage is going to win the football game, and they ended up winning the line of scrimmage. So that that uh, even though we were in it, we felt for the you know most of the entirety of the game, um, they are very deserving of that victory. Yes, and a a positive stat line from Garber was that Greg Christie had 132 yards of, of rushing, which was good to see. And besides what we've just talked about, what else have we learned from this loss? Well, you know, I think we've got to work on some things. Um, some of the things that they did up front uh, defensively, uh, we weren't, or we didn't attack uh, in the correct way, which I take that personally on myself. Um, so we need to get better that way as far as uh, coaching. Um, also, and just get, getting kids in the proper position and X's and O's to take advantage of the other teams. Um, other than that, I, I just think I think our kids gave a great effort. Uh, the effort was good. Uh, we came. It was a physical ball game, and um, we just got to keep getting better on our fundamentals and in our scheme. And that's our how we've started this week, and that's how we'll continue to look at things. Good deal. And I, like I said, no no loss is ever a good loss, but at least a, from the fan perspective, I see it as this is a great opportunity because we only lost by eight to a Freeland team that usually runs the clock on us. So. Yeah, as a head coach, I, I, I don't look at it that way. <laughs> I but, totally uh, get it. <laughs> I can see, I guess, from the past, uh, people's perspective on that. Um, we definitely felt like we had a chance, and I think we did. We just we didn't capitalize on, on those chances. So uh, we move on to Alma. It was another yes. great team from the TVC Central, and uh, – and we focus on them, and we try and uh, gear up and take them out on Friday. So moving on to the Alma Panthers, uh, we've, of course, you've seen a bit of their film from the couple days of practice. What have you seen from the Alma Panthers? Well, Alma's more of a spread program, so they're, they're kind of the opposite of what Freeland was. Um, and they have a lot of speed on the field, a lot of skill, a lot of speed. Um, so it's going to be a totally different week for us getting ready for them, at least defensively. Um, and 
they are well coached. Um, and uh, I've already been talking to their coach a little bit this week, back and forth. They're having a, uh, a military uh, game this week in honor okay. of the military. So we're excited to be a part of that. Um, they're going to wear um, their jerseys for that, where they have sure. camouflage jerseys this week. And we're going to wear our uh, Carolina uh, jerseys with our in honor, Garber Dukes in honor patch on them. Uh, where we honor things like this mm -hmm. um, to help them out, and uh, we're just we're excited for the opportunity against Elma this week. Yeah, the, and uh, to add to that, there's also the American flag on the back of the jersey. If Absolutely, I'm there is. Yes. So definitely. So as well as today is 9/11, like to honor all of the people that sacrificed their lives for a, an unfortunate event 18 years ago. I remember I was in first grade and at Verona Elementary School and. We were a school that we did not, we didn't watch it because we were so young. You know, first grade, six years old, you, you didn't want the kids to be exposed to this on television. I had seen it in the evening that day and for a few years because of how Varellen did, how Varellen managed that, I'd always thought that 9-11 happened in the evening when actually it happened in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can remember I was uh, teaching class over at uh, Bush School that morning, and uh, as an elementary PE teacher, and one of the cooks came out of the uh, lunchroom in the morning as they were prepping for food, and had said that the twin towers were taken out. So uh, that was the first time I had had heard it, and uh, obviously my heart dropped like every other American's, and uh, just a sad day, and and obviously uh, just love and and remembrance yes. to all the. Uh, victims and their families. Yes, so honoring 9-11, never forget. So, Elma Film, what should, what should we expect? We, we talked about a spread. Anything else to see from Well, they're, the they're, uh, they're a physical team up front. Uh, they like to play a uh, 5-2 defense against our spread, which is a little interesting. So they're going to try and take the uh, run away from us and make us throw the ball a little bit. Um, so... You know, we're excited for that opportunity um, to attack uh, another team in a different way. And uh, I think we've, as coaching staff, we've met several times this weekend and just trying to get the best uh, game management and uh, scheme ready for our guys so that they can do the job out there Friday night. And we've had a, we had a really good practice yesterday. Um, so we're ready to, ready to roll going into uh, Friday. And just saying, this this man was working on Saturday morning while I was down in Ann Arbor getting ready for the Michigan game. I had seen a post from him that he was working hard on Saturday morning prepping this team for this game coming up. Yeah, after a tough loss like uh, Freeland was, uh, I, I couldn't sleep. And I got in here about 7 a.m. and grabbed a, uh, a uh, sausage muffin and, and a Gatorade and, and hit the film as far as our film from the Freeland game and then right on to Alma uh, throughout the morning. Um, so, I mean, that's just what football coaches do. Yes. We, we all are, are like that. That's kind of a li our life, especially during the season. Um, and you want kids to be successful. That's the main goal. And when you don't win football games, um, you just try and do whatever you can, like film study, um, looking back on things. We're always second-guessing ourselves because we want our players to be uh, successful 
and that's our number one goal. Definitely, and as for our as for our defense, we saw this at, we saw this with Michigan too, how they faced a spread offense in Middle Tennessee to a T offense in Army, which Connor Slomka seemed to run all over Michigan, even though it was four yards every time. You think about it, third down and two every time you get four yards, that's first down. So yeah, absolutely, that's what those teams try and do to you. So Don Brown had his hands full. Now Scott Peterson has his hands full with the Alma Panthers spread offense so with that being said expectations from our side what do we expect to see friday night in elma well we're expecting to uh first be in honor of uh, the military for, yes. with them i think that's a, a great thing and we got to understand that um all the all the people in the military that support us and, and fight for us to be free um are are bigger than a football game Yes. Um, so we need to put that, keep that perspective. As far as the football game goes, it's another great Friday Night Lights uh, opportunity for our kids and for our seniors, and we couldn't be more excited to go in there and, and try and get a W and, and uh, everything that we're working for this week. Hopefully that will be in play on Friday, and we'll do a good job with that. And the last time Garber visited Alma it was a – it was a Tuesday night for basketball regionals, and unfortunately the three ball of Flint Powers sunk Garber's district title ship. This time Garber hopes to go to Alma in search of something better. And for me, perhaps a trip to Mount Pleasant, hopefully hopefully coming up, and money. I'm not, not going to talk about that too much because this is a high school show, but just saying Mount Pleasant's on the way to Alma. With that being said, um, we'll, of course, wrap up the show with a word that you have from here for the team coming up. Well, I just think we've, you know, got to focus this week and really understand that, hey, it's already the third week and time flies by really fast, um, especially for our seniors. So uh, we've been just talking to the team about, um, you know, if you need something to play for, which, you know, hopefully they have, um, you know, that urge inside of them. Yes. Um, play for our seniors. I mean, it's their last third game that they'll ever play in high school and uh time goes by fast and even some of the some of our sophomores before they know it they're going to be seniors and it just it really flies by fast um, and don't take anything for granted but also we talked to them about just enjoy the moment so when we're there you know obviously football should be fun and uh, we have things to get done we have a, a scheme to uh, follow but it should be fun, and we want our kids to have fun and enjoy the moment and enjoy the Friday Night Lights as well. Definitely. I remember my junior year, it was most, a lot of my friends' senior year, Jordan Bennett, Tyler Jacobs. They, that was a tough four and five season, but we still had a chance against Standish Sterling there in 2011. 2012 was another trying year. I believe we were five and four, four and five as well that year. Remember my senior year, homecoming was against Frankenmuth, and we played a tough game that that game and homecoming is coming up soon believe it or not so <laughs> absolutely time so, goes by so anything else to have to add to this wonderful tom green podcast no not really tom just uh, appreciate again the opportunity to uh talk with the uh interested people out there and and some of the garber fans and uh good luck to all the other coaches this week too i got a lot of coaching friends out there and uh, we're like a little family ourselves so Good luck to everybody out there, and uh, hopefully our teams will stay healthy and 
and we'll finish strong this season. That's actually part of sports is that a lot, um, a lot of younger kids especially think of the rival as the rival when really a lot, a lot of coaches are friends off the field. And it's Absolutely. great to see it. And if you've, and as Coach Cole Coward has seen a lot of my posts, some of those, a lot of those sideline reporters that I've been around are friends. So it's it's great. It's great to see the sports community together. That's what we need, especially in this time with 9/11 being 18 years out. So he is Coach Cole Coward, and this has been the Tom Green Podcast. <laughs>